and welcome back to another Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. It is a beautiful, sunny day here in Warsaw, Indiana, broadcasting from the Kedco studio offices here on the third floor of City Hall. I'm Ryan Martin. With me, as always, Jody Claypool. And Jody, I'm excited about the guests that we've got here today. First of all, how's things been since the last time we talked? Oh, going good, going good. Uh, having some fun, enjoying this crazy weather. I never know what to expect. From hour to hour, you but know, uh, I'm surviving. Go back to, what, third week of April. Third week of April. Holy cow. Snow. <laughs> snow here. Now, again, this is not something that northern Indiana is not used to. It, it happens, but crazy weather is exactly right. I know uh, farmers have been ramping up uh, planting and field work here, and it's going to be a great summer, I think, as we go forward. And those are some of the things we're going to talk about, uh, summer ideas and things around here. But uh, but again, uh, great seeing you back here, Jody. And uh, who do we have with us today? Today we have Marlene Batances. She's the CEO and president of NPAC. Marlene, how are you doing? Good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you here and uh, learn about what you've been up to. So, Marlene, tell me about NPAC. Tell me about you. Um, me, I grew up in New York City. Uh, my husband and I will be celebrating our 30th wedding, wedding anniversary this summer in August. We've been in Warsaw for over 20 years. Came as a transplant uh, when J&J acquired the Pew. Uh, and I've uh, been very happy here. NPAC was started 10 years ago. Um, and we are a orthopedic supplier, for the most part, a medical device supplier. We provide operational support services such as packaging, label devices, kitting, um, anything that can be uh, done so outside of the manufacturing operations from an efficiency perspective. We support a lot of startups that aren't ready to build a facility or hire a team to do the day-to-day -day routines, you know, receiving, inspecting product, all those things. Uh, so that's who we are, and we love what we do. Right on, right on. So you started 10 years ago. Um, the the packaging part of this, is this, did you say it was sterile pack? Non-sterile. It's a non-sterile package? Mm -hmm. um, and I assume, so non-sterile pack package would be focused on things like instrumentation? Instrumentation, implants, a lot of implants are sold okay. non-sterile and sterilized by the hospital. Okay, right on, mm -hmm. right on, right on. Mm -hmm. What... Uh, what was your muse? What, what got you into starting up a business like that? Um, working at Depew, I had uh, a lot of support uh, management responsibilities, document management, label development. Had a lot of visibility to the distribution chain uh, and some of the opportunities within that chain because the inventory moves in and out very frequently. Uh, regulations around labeling changes, oh, marketing sure. needs around yeah. labeling change. Yeah, last couple of years, that's been huge. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't stop. So the initial idea was to address that niche. When you have a lot of inventory that needs to be over-labeled, repackaged, it's damaged packaging, so it needs to be repackaged. Uh, it's very painful sure. within the uh, main manufacturer's facility to do something non-standard. So that was a need we were trying to address. Right on, right on. Mm -hmm. So you were a, you're a New York native. Correct. Okay, whereabouts in New York? Uh, low, well, East Village of New York, New East. York City, okay. Manhattan. All right, all right, mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. All right, so you came out here. Uh, how long ago did you come out to Warsaw? To Warsaw, twenty years ago. 
20 years ago. All right. So uh, the landscape was a little bit different 20 years ago. <laughs> Very different. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you came out here after J&J acquired Depew. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, were you on the J&J side of that acquisition? Yes. Okay. I was in Massachusetts at the time. Okay. And so coming out here, you were you were kind of plugged into the orthopedic business. What were you doing with J&J &J before you came out and, um, and plugged into the Depew? I was a business? quality engineer with J&J, &J, uh, supervising the inspection processes at a plant we had in New Bedford that made instruments. Okay. So I had incoming inspection, uh, in-process, and final inspection. Right on. So was it a little bit of a culture shock? Coming over to Warsaw? Um, it was, but my first culture shock was leaving the city. And I went to, to college in Ithaca, New York. I went to Cornell. Uh, so that was a shock. There is nothing really in Ithaca except for the two colleges. Okay. Uh, so that was my adjustment to being outside of a big city. There's a lot of difference in Warsaw, obviously. But I think that that transition helped adjust me to dramatic change. <laughs> yeah, right on. Yeah, it's a little bit of a different landscape walking around everywhere versus having to drive everywhere, huh? Mm-hmm, very different. <laughs> right on. So you, uh, you came to Warsaw, um, and um, as somebody coming into the Midwest kind of area, and Warsaw in particular, um, what was your first take of the area? What was your first impression? This is this. I'm asking this question because there are probably some people right now who are thinking, "Okay, I've had an offer, or I've traveled through towns like this. Why would I ever want to move to an area like this?" So, yeah. what was your kind of revelatory process of coming to this area and saying, "Okay, this is a little different than than what I first thought it was going to be," or maybe you knew right away the lakes are phenomenal. No, I did not know. <laughs> um, at first, when the acquisition occurred, I wasn't considering it. Mm -hmm. And then I had uh, really my leadership team. It was vice president um, of quality that pulled the whole team together and uh, told us that we really needed to consider the opportunity. You know, uh, give it a chance, have the conversation. And when you make a choice to move for a job, it doesn't have to be a lifetime choice, mm -hmm. right? So it, it may be great, and if it's not great, then you can go somewhere else. Uh, and then another thing that made it really attractive was the cost of living. Right. My yeah. husband and I were looking for a home in Massachusetts, and there was just no way we were going to be able to make it work. Right. So this gave us the opportunity to have the kind of life that we wanted in terms of being homeowners and uh, a slower pace. So those were the main drivers. Just the opportunity for... Uh, from a professional perspective as well as a personal perspective. So once you got settled in and started to learn a little bit about the area, and now that you're here and you're ingrained, an adopted daughter of, of <laughs> Gasco County, what, what would you say are uh, some of the things that you really prize and value about being in the area? Um, I really prize our sense of community. Mm. I think that if you haven't experienced that, it's because you haven't plugged in uh, and participated in one of the many organizations that we have that help meet needs in terms of our community needs, you know, yeah. whether it be kids and literacy or diversity or uh, working on a community foundation board, 
there, there are a lot of incredible people here doing amazing things. Um, and it's, it's very gratifying for me to be part of that. Right on. Well, and of course, you're one of the people who have, you know, signed up to be a part of the community and do those things. Yeah. So it's good to have you be a part of this, this journey we're all on. Um, as far as setting up and running Impact, getting it going, um, what has been your experience as far as community support there? Um, there's a lot, there's been a lot of uh, mentoring. You know, there are a lot of people that I can go to when I'm going through a difficult time or I'm trying to explore different options kind of as a sounding board. Yeah, right They've on. They've been there. Um, I've gotten fina financial support from Kedco. Oh, right which on. Which has been fabulous for That's me. Good. I really appreciate that. So I've, I've found a great network of entrepreneurs and organizations that support us. Yeah, I like it. Kedco does a lot to do that, to kind of nurture mm -hmm. those, those entrepreneur, entrepreneurial connections. Have you used any other organizations? Have you reached out to um, other things that have kind of helped you along the way? Yeah. Um, SCORE. I just met with some SCORE guys not too yeah. long ago. Yeah, it was fun. Great group of people. I've tapped into them a few times when I needed sounding boards and advice. Um, the Chamber of Commerce has been great, Rob and his team. Uh, OrthoWorks has been great. Uh, yeah, just I think those are the, the key ones that come to mind. Right on. I want to go back to one of the things that you said kind of going through there. You said your bosses out at J&J &J before the move here urged you guys to explore. And, and, you, and you said a key word. You said they said it doesn't have to be permanent. It's a not a life-altering change. You go, you see if you don't like it, and if you don't, you move on. We're working with a, a, a new um, round of people, generationally, that uh, do that more than I ever thought and would never do myself in terms of very transitory. If I I'll work here for a while, and then I have no problem pulling up stakes and moving. What... What are the things that Kosciuszko has, County has going for it uh, in terms of urging people or helping people put down roots? And not just the cost of living, but mm -hmm. just putting down roots versus this now almost say la vie attitude towards picking up stakes and going anywhere. Because uh. you lived that. I mean, you, you were the experiment that you came and said, okay, this is good. And you kind of mentioned the reasons why 20 years ago but as we kind of alluded to, Warsaw and Kosciuszko County has changed a lot in 20 years. So where do you see, what do you see now in the position that you are to try and get people to come in and put roots down rather than just Yeah, because we do live in a really interesting place. I mean, um, a lot of, from what I see, particularly in the areas of um, STEM-based mm -hmm. support, so you got your engineering support, executive management support, those, aren't, those wouldn't have to be on-site. Mm -hmm. employable skill sets so and now particularly because of the covid thing people have the option of working remote well that al that allows anybody to live anywhere mm -hmm. and support the business so if you're allowed to live anywhere where would you choose to live i mean yeah. i'm what i would call frugal a lot of people would use a different word <laughs> <laughs> so i would rally around things that have you know uh, easy access to the resources that i want in a comfortable community with low cost of living that is where we are um, but for other people you know they're going to want things like 
plenty to do outside, access to the lakes, access to the biking trails, access to the hiking trails, and all the fine eateries, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of yeah. where he's, he's, yeah. he's yeah. asking the question. So what do, you, what do you see, especially as a business owner, as an mm -hmm. entrepreneur trying to build here and expand here? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Um, the community has absolutely changed a lot uh, over the last 20 years. And I would say that what makes us unique or what... Uh, really makes me proud of being here is that we are really as a community let's call it a leadership team right um trying to improve right trying to make it more attractive uh, we have options at grocery stores that most small towns you know this so small town don't have when i came the options at Subway from a cheese perspective were yellow or white American. <laughs> right now, you can get 20 different varieties Wait, of cheese. Wait, there's more than those kinds of cheeses? Yeah. <laughs> We've been living under a rock. Consider <laughs> my mind blown. <laughs> you can buy Spanish groceries. You can buy Indian groceries. You can get all kinds of spices in our grocery stores. Talk about night and day. We have some great restaurants um, we didn't have before. We had good ones, but we really didn't have any real variety around it. We have an incredible community foundation that partners with, you know, K21 Foundation and all the other nonprofit organizations around here, including KEDCO and the Chamber, to try and strengthen our local economy with things like uh, initiatives around childcare, housing, affordable housing, yeah, right. um, transportation, you know, talking about high-speed rail, We've made a lot of improvements in our educational options, especially in STEM, uh, led by organizations like OrthoWorks. Uh, and it goes on and on. There is a lot of investment uh, in terms of resources and money happening right now to try and make sure that we can continue to thrive as a community, not just an orthopedic, uh, not just being the orthopedic capital of the world, but uh, trying to encourage other industry to to come as well, and KEDCO is, is putting a lot of effort into that as well. Being attractive, especially from a new business perspective, because uh, there are a lot of things that go into that, whether it's, it's not just the money, it's the support, and we have an incredible community of suppliers that work together to make sure that these companies can be successful and nonprofit organizations, like we said, with SCORE and the Small Business Administration and KEDCO and the Chamber all working together in that effort. So let's, 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 uh, let's shift away. Let's get to know you a little bit more personally. So um, give me your top three highlights of things you like to do and you take advantage of within the greater Warsaw, Kosciuszko County area, just on personal time that you like. Um, love this time of year for gardening. I like playing in the dirt to escape from everything and just have Marlene alone time. Mm -hmm. uh, and our, son, our youngest is 16. And so now my husband and I are starting to get out more often without him and join the restaurants in the area. It's just fabulous. It's a fun time in our lives. Uh, so yeah, just doing more. We'll walk down to Winona and go to the Olive Branch and pick some spices and uh, olive oil for our, our next adventure. But simple things, those are the things we enjoy doing. And reading. I do a lot more reading now. Reading. Marlene needs to listen to the ladies of the 
Warsaw Public Library yeah. and uh, Friends of the Library. So, because uh, we learned a lot about the library system and what's available here within this town. Another yeah, have you, have you checked out the Warsaw Library? I use their Audible uh, library a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, great resource. Now, okay, so let me ask you this. When you're doing your gardening, are you listening to books while you're doing your gardening? Typically. Yeah. <laughs> I do the Audible thing when I'm driving. If I have a long road trip, I just put in a book, and it makes the road trip go yeah. go by real fast. It's so. a nice little escape from the stresses of ordinary life, yeah. well, everyday life. Yeah, yeah, right on. <laughs> so you, uh, you said you have a son that's 16. Uh, how many kids do you have? Two. Okay. We have a daughter that is uh, 25. Okay. And she's in Indianapolis, and our son is a sophomore. Right on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... Trying to do the math here. So they have been here. Well, your daughter. Spent she came right before kindergarten. Okay. And our son was born here. Okay. So mm -hmm. um, as far as uh, being able to experience what Warsaw has had to offer your children as they've gone through, uh, you know, school and interacting mm -hmm. with the community. Talk us through that experience. Like if somebody, if somebody wanted to come here and they have kids, what can they expect? Um, well, my daughter came in to the, uh, well, she was in the Gifted Intelligent program, which was, I thought, an amazing program. Um, and then my son was able to take advantage of the STEM program when it started at Edgewood. Okay. Uh, Washington. Washington. And then, uh, you know, moving on through the grades with that. Uh, they're not athletic. Neither one of them are into sports. So a lot of it has been, like, my son had an opportunity to participate in, a, like, a cybersecurity. Really? Uh, kind of um, educational yeah, session. So some sort of a cryptography and, course yeah. thing. That's cool. Yeah, that was cool. And yeah. that's what he's interested in. So it yeah. was a really good experience for him. Um, I guess, long story short, uh, I've been very happy. With our educational system, uh, there's been continuous improvement, I think, even with those language immersion classes. Yeah. My kids didn't participate in that. Obviously, they're too old, but things like that are amazing. And I think that uh, our superintendent and uh, school administration are very progressive and supportive of making sure that our kids have that background and uh, yeah. exposure. Yeah. It's been great. Com I compare and contrast that a little bit. So coming from the city setting that you did growing up and all of that, more opportunities or less opportunities for kids as they grow and develop here versus a city where, again, hmm. you kind of have yeah, everything's within walking distance and there's so many things. Yeah. But, you know, compare and contrast that. Yeah. Even. What would the experience be like if, hmm. if they were going to school out there versus here? Obviously, the school classes are very small in the schools themselves. So in terms of personal attention, uh, this is a better situation, you know, kind of one-on-one -on -one knowing who the students are. Uh, my school had, my high school had 6,000 students. Holy smokes. So there wasn't a whole lot of getting to know who Marlene is and, and what she's good at. Uh, I think, obviously, here it's a completely different kind of experience. That, that's incredible, Jody, because I look at the Warsaw school system 
as huge. Yeah, me too. You know, because I graduated with a class of 86. So, you know, that was my graduating class. And so th- th- this is mind-blowing, honestly. Yeah. Not, un- not unknown, but still, yeah. when you hear it, it's just amazing. We think Warsaw is so big. Yeah, right. A 6A school, big school for this area. And it's just, Marlene's saying it pales in comparison to others. So. Yeah. Just and, amazing. Yeah, and the, obviously there were opportunities for extracurriculars and different kind of offerings that you might attend after school, but because the population is so large, um, you don't have the benefit of the, the teacher potentially knowing that this is really a passion of yours, or you may not realize it's a passion, but it's something that you could be really good at, yeah. and therefore encouraging you, right? Because I think the typical student, if you're not... If somebody's not looking out for you to make sure you're aware of those opportunities, you typically don't take advantage of them. So I think that's another difference in that. You know, it, it was, it's, it's, a, it's been a dramatic shift in my paradigm, uh, seeing some of the extracurriculars that are available in school now than when I was in school. Obviously, we're talking, right. you know. Dark ages. At least <laughs> right. a decade. Right? <laughs> so, so, uh, so I'm a Vex Robotics judge. Mm. And so um, there's these clubs of kids who build these robots and they compete with these robots at these different competitions. And the following, the, a number of people who come to cheer on the Vex Robotics team and the support that these Vex Robotics kids have is amazing it's absolutely amazing mm-hmm. it's like going to a basketball game but you're watching kids compete with these robots mm-hmm. in these little bins or whatever these little platforms they, mm-hmm. they had a show back in the day about that it was called battle bots oh i loved yeah. battle bots yeah. oh i love battle bots yeah <laughs> i fantasized about being on a battle bots engineering team <laughs> so that's what they're doing they're building up right. the next round of better battle bot makers right. Which is great. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. So, so this 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 kind of stuff is really cool. I, I didn't mm-hmm. even know that uh, the schools offered things like the the uh, cyber cyber security type programs, but that's really cool because programming. I mean, when I was in school, it was learn how to type on a keyboard. Mm-hmm. That was it, and that was With more about learning how to too. use the keys on the keyboard than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Enough. I, Mine was actually connected to a little ball that goes up and stamps something on the paper, not even. (laughs) (laughs) I went to a technical high school, and we we had uh, CNC machines where you had to punch the tape. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, let's shift gears here again. What's something on Marlene's bucket list in uh, Kosciuszko County? We know what you like to do. You like to garden. You take the walks. You get your spices and all that. What's (laughs) something here? And I don't mean to trivialize, but I'm just no, saying, no, no. Uh, what's on the bucket list? What if, if if we gave you a week and a half away from NPAC, but said, you got to do something right here. You got to do something within Kosciuszko County. What's on your bucket list to do, you and your husband? Well, my husband and I don't always uh, enjoy the same kind of activities. So, so, so assuming I that he will go along with what I want to do. There you go. Um, it would be activities on the lake. I've never been uh, jet skiing or been uh, pulled in one of those tubes and, or uh, anything, anything really on the lake. Okay. I haven't done. I've been on the frog uh, mm-hmm. boat. Mm-hmm. What is that? Is, what is the boat called? Lily pad. The lily pad. I've been on the lily pad, but I've never really participated in any recreational activities on the lake. I don't, I don't necessarily want to swim. But 
Yeah. But, but being I tossed around on a tube sounds like a blast. <laughs> yeah. You know, and paddle boarding and, you know, that stand-up mm-hmm. surfboard mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I even have the lingo for it. Yeah. That, I would there. do that. <laughs> I would do that. Right. What they still do lake days or do they cancel that because of this whole... Uh, it hasn't been canceled forever. I'm not sure. I don't think it's happening this year. I think they're still transitioning into an educational thing and maybe trying to bring it back in 22. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I don't know for sure. And how common... It, I, I'm not... I haven't ever seen a Lake Days equivalent anywhere else. Right. So that's that's something maybe people uh, who aren't from the area aren't aware of. Right. Um, but it's kind of a cool thing. So the, the Lake Days, I don't know if you're even aware of this, mm-hmm. but you brought up wanting to try paddle boarding. Mm-hmm. So Lake Days, you can go down to Winona Lake, and they give you the kayaks, the canoes, and the paddle boards for free. Mm. And you just go down there and say, I want to use the paddleboard. You can go out there and give it a try. Yeah. Okay. And so, but it's all the lakes. So you can yeah. go to Center Lake. You can go to oh, Winona wow. Lake and all the, you know, right. hidden lakes that are packed into these different yeah. neighborhoods. And any any lake that actually has a parks department that is actually close and has the equipment, you know, does things like that. I think it's once or twice a year. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't realize that. So, yeah, it's a, it, it's a good way to explore and, and do things. I know my wife and kids have taken advantage of that and... Uh, um, probably will again. So it's just sometimes nice because especially when you're talking about a family that has more than one, you know, you might be able to find somebody that owns a kayak. Yeah, right. But if you have you, your husband, and two kids, uh, and you only have one kayak, that means you're three short. Well, you yeah. know, this situation allows you to be able to have everybody come in and take advantage. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll work and see when the next ones are coming up. So Right now. So, so NPAC. Uh, a little bit more. Sorry, I'm going to circle, no, 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 I'm gonna no, circle back to end back here. So, how many um, how many custo- or how many employees do you have? There are six of us. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, are you, where are you as far as looking for business, trying to promote new products and services, or trying to promote other uh, aspects of your business? Um, we are definitely looking for new business. Uh, we had an incredible partnership with Next Remedy, and they recently moved into their own facility, so which I'm thrilled for them for. Uh, but we do have capacity at this point. We recently went through a rebranding to celebrate our 10th anniversary, a uh, new website, and so we've been investing more in kind of the marketing piece of it. Sure. Uh, so we'll see where we go from there, but definitely looking to expand the business. So if you were, it, right now, this is your opportunity to pitch to all of the businesses in the area that can use your services. If somebody had a need, what sort of need would they come to you with? Um, if you have a need that requires uh, discipline around processing a medical device, so uh, anybody in the industry understands that the, probably the, the biggest challenge is uh, making sure that you're meeting all the regulatory requirements from a record perspective, process definition perspective, um, that go along with uh, making or providing a service in that industry. And so we have the discipline, we have the team that has been doing it. Most of them have been with me for at least eight of those years. Uh, and we're really good at what we do. Uh, every time I'm asked... What we do specifically, it, the answer changes because it depends on what you need, but we're super flexible. Sure. 
So we have the, the discipline and anything that's associated with that device that doesn't require some kind of a special equipment. Okay. We'll do. So we have a device that we assemble for an oncologist and we package and label it. We work directly with his customers. We fill his orders. Uh, we have other customers where um, they only come to us when there's a problem. You know, uh, Zimmer Biomat, uh, orthopediatrics, we've worked with that way. Something needs to be repackaged, relabeled, as we talked about, right for now. whatever reason. Is this something where you would go into their facility and employ your process in their facility, or would they bring their products to you to package and label? Both. Okay. We've done it both ways. Um, yeah, so it's anything that you would typically do in-house that you need somebody else to do. And what, what I would really love is to get more uh, device designers that don't want to make that investment in a facility, let us take it from beginning to end. We'll work directly with your suppliers to inspect your components, your finished goods. We'll package them. If it's sterile product, we'll put kits together so that we can send it directly to your sterile packer, and you don't have to worry about any of those details. You know, we'll, okay. we'll bring it back and ship it out. Now the next question is, are you just medical devices? Or are there other businesses that you're open to supporting? There are other businesses we're opening to support. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've worked with uh, some interesting ones. One that was making metal decorative wall hangings. Uh, and we packaged and shipped them. It was an online okay. ordering process. Um, trying to think of where we're talking to someone about uh, a game, potentially packaging that. And filling those game? orders. A, a card game? A card game, okay. Mm -hmm. I actually know somebody. He's a friend of mine. This is this is the only time I've ever heard any... I know people who love to play different games, card games, board games, whatever. I, this is the first guy I've ever met who loves to make hmm. games. Hmm. And so we've been... We played a few of the games that he's made, and they're actually a ton of fun. Very cool. Yeah. So we've supported them, and, and we're willing to... Absolutely helped them. I have to get you two in contact because okay. we, we had an idea of taking these games and making them and then using the proceeds to support a local whatever. Nice. Yeah. And he's just because he's passionate about making them. Maybe yeah. maybe you and he can figure something out. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we love the diversity in what we do. So... So what kind of challenges do you have here as you kind of take a look at your two, five, ten-year plans going forward? You know, you've got a, got a good entry into the space so far, but sky's the limit. If you wanted to go any direction, what challenges do you face? Um, I think right now my biggest challenge is that we're, we're bootstrapping. Um, so from a financial perspective, uh, I'm constrained. And then I'm really the only member of the management team, which can be tough, you know, sometimes emotionally and even from uh, diversity of opinion, right? I don't have a marketing person or a finance person or really an operations expert um, to have conversations and, and make these decisions on a routine basis. So some days that's more difficult than others, but I would love to have a management team uh, that I could work with to help grow this co this company and the right partner. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in a similar situation. That's why I was talking to those score guys, talking about uh, what the next steps look like. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those things uh, I think. I think a lot of startups that are getting to the point where they're like, okay, I, I, I need to know how to scale, but I've never scaled before. I've never, you know, taken the next step. And, and uh, they run into those similar uncertainties and, and uh, unknowns would benefit from knowing that the expertise that's out in the community, uh, if you plug into them, some of those people know the answers to those questions and they can, kind of can help you do the risk assessment yeah. on what the r- right steps are to do those next steps. Yeah, and I've definitely tapped into them. Yeah. It's, but a, it's a little different than having a core team that no, understands the ins and outs. Yeah, and can kind of share the burden because there, mm-hmm. there is that, you know, crushing anxiety of, oh, man, am I making the right decision? I wish I could kind of share this anxiety with somebody. Yes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about exactly. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, we have tremendous opportunity for growth. Um, So it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah, right on. So let's see. We talked about your origin story, what brought you over here, (laughs) what you like to do, and impact. Um, As far as what are your favorite restaurants – in and I, I'm making an assumption here, but have you traveled the broader part of Kosciuszko? We have just started exploring okay. the broader part. All right, so so within what you've explored, what are some of your favorites? Uh, I would say that when I'm getting together with another friend that I haven't seen in a while, we typically go to Cerulean. Okay, um, is that convenience because it's right there? Uh, I think it's the food and. Potentially the ambiance, I don't know, but it seems to be like our number one choice. Right on. Now, do you guys do you guys go inside, or are you, you you out in the garden? I've done both. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do have a really, it there is it's a really nice atmosphere. Like the whole package is really really mm-hmm. nice. I don't mean to downplay it just because no, it's no. in a convenient location right next to the water because that's also a, a huge upsell. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, there's it's, something it's a, about it's a good the whole environment. Package there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it, I guess part of it is also that uh, it, can, it can sometimes take a little longer than you have for a standard lunch, so it's like a special event. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it feels like um, But in terms of other favorite favorites, we tend to hop around. Okay. Um, I would say my son's favorite restaurant is probably um, Buffalo Wild Wings right now. Uh, my husband and I really enjoyed the Japanese restaurant that just opened here across the street. Oh, know. down in the... Is it, yeah, in the it, basement. It's in the basement of, uh, not the anthology, but the one that's right next to it, right? I think it might be an anthology. Okay. Right here on the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Paradiso, right? Or mm-hmm. Paradiso. It's, it's Dave's other... Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so we enjoy most of the... Re- well, all the restaurants in Warsaw, but what's a favorite... We go to American Table pretty often, my husband and I. Well, you know, that's, I, I, I've said it probably too often, but that's one of my favorites. <laughs> I really do love it. It's, a, it's great. Yeah. 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 I like the variety. Yeah. Well, the food is always good. See, that's the thing. Now, I always get the same exact thing. <laughs> I go there at least three times a week, and I always get the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just love it. I love the atmosphere, and their coffee is 
phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, as we wind this down, because we are getting to the end of what we try to hit most of the time, there's one question that we ask everyone every single time. So you should know what's coming, Marlene. But this is the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. So we want to know exactly what Clearly Kosciuszko means to you. Um, clearly, clearly Kosciuszko is that sense, that community to me. You know, everything we discussed earlier where um, there are incredible people coming together to make a difference, right? Caring about the, the broader community, whether it be the individual people that may be having a difficult time or entrepreneurs that uh, need support. I think when, if you need it, um, people will be there for you to help you through whatever the, the situation is that you're struggling with. Jody, that's what I like about this podcast. We've asked that question over and over and over, and I don't think we have had a like answer any single time. And everybody is uh, coming up <laughs> with something else, and, it th- and the thing is, they're all true. I can't argue with any of them, and so that's, that's the beauty it, of this. It's a verbal Rorschach, right? <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I'm back. glad you landed on community. I mean, it's, it's a good, I think it's a good way to look at it. Um, and I, I mean, I agree with all of them, and I certainly agree with yours. I've experienced the benefit of living in this community and the support that it provides everybody who lives here. And at what better place to live than some place where you feel accepted and supported? Mm-hmm. I mean, especially mm-hmm. right now. I didn't say that right. Especially. I don't know why I put a little K in the front of that word. Yeah. Especially right now. Is there supposed to... Is it supposed to be especially no, or especially? It's especially. Especially. Yeah. I, don't, I don't talky so good. <laughs> but I agree with you. I'm sure I, I, I committed some of those. Uh, yeah, I agree with you 100%. This, this area is a great place to live um, because you feel like you're part of a family. Yeah, and like Can I said, if you, if you don't feel that way, reach out because um, once you do, you'll, you'll experience it as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right on. All right. Well, Marlene, thank you for being in here today and and talking with us about your business, about you, and about uh, your thoughts on the community. It's been great to have you here. It's a real pleasure. Uh, And uh, until next time, Jody. Ryan. We'll see you next time. This is the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast, sponsored by and powered by Ketco.